had uh, yesterday Kalani said that you had given him some input on kind of a bowl preparation model and all that and some advice. What what kind of tips were you giving him? Oh, I'm not sure exactly what he was referring to. I think I think um, I, I don't have a whole lot of experience coaching in bowl games, so I think maybe what he was talking about I was. I was saying that our players were pretty prepared from a strategic standpoint, and then I think we can continue to emphasize lifting and recovery and uh, and and practice maybe more minimal than some other teams. Uh, I think that's what he's talking about. Yeah, daily lifting continues and and conditioning with the strength coaches. Did you guys kind of rely on the players and their previous experience to sort of get ready for this bowl game? I didn't. I know um, Coach Satake talks to the players about that stuff a lot more. We have a leadership council, and, and I'm in charge of the minutes for that leadership council, but to my knowledge, we haven't officially met on that subject. So you're busy just typing away, planning it? Yeah, I've actually been recruiting for the last eight days and, and out of town, so yeah. How did recruiting go for you? Um, it, it's been good. It's been really good. Yeah, we've got, I think, the uh, reception level from coaches and um, prospects has been really good. I think some guys that when we you know, first took the job um, almost a year ago now, there were some guys that weren't as interested as they are now. So I think that the way that our players are playing, the way they're representing themselves, and the way that Coach Satake is kind of winning the hearts and minds of the players, I think has been, uh, I think it's starting to pay some dividends out with the high school kids. What recruiting area do you have? Um, I have... Uh, so, during the spring, we divide it more geographically, and then at this time of year, as we're getting closer to having commitments made, we usually go out and try to just make sure that, um, let's say, all of the defensive guys would get seen by their position coach, um, uh, maybe myself, Coach Tuiaki, and the head coach at some point during the six-week contact period that we've got coming up. So, I was, I was actually, my recruiting area is San Diego and uh, Riverside and um, and then this but this for five days I was in Hawaii this past week at safety you seem pretty set for next year with four of the top six coming back Mm -hmm. is that still kind of how you see it yeah safety safety is not a big emphasis for us in recruiting and I think just from a philosophical standpoint for the long term we want to recruit more corners and then maybe transition some of those corners into safety like we have with uh, Hanneman you played against Wyoming in your playing career. A lot of your guys, well, none of your players currently have played against them. Is there any talk from the coaches explaining, hey, this is what Wyoming's all about, et cetera? Um, I haven't had that conversation yet, and today was kind of the first um, day where, where we met with them, and it was more strategy than it than it was uh, you know, that, that kind of other thing. But there there is a great history there. There's a strong history. There's, there's a back and forth. I don't know that our players really, you know, since the since we ha- haven't been in the same league, I don't really know if they appreciate that and and how much those stories will will kind of pay off. But one thing that I could share with them is I, I was I remember being shocked my senior year how many fans Wyoming had in Las Vegas for the WAC championship game. It was uh, at least fifty uh, percent their fans at the game, and it was a tough, hard fought battle. And actually, when I was recruiting. Um, this 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 past week, I ran into their quarterback, their starting quarterback from that year. We were both on the the rental car shuttle bus, and he noticed my shirt and said, "What's your story?" I said, well, what, "What kind of story are you looking for?" <laughs> and I started talking a little more. He was he was the quarterback, Casey Branham, I think was his name. As far as defending Brian Hill, a really good running back, is the safety's going to be up and run support more. Do you think, or is it too early to? 
kind of say how you're going to defend that? I think um, changing it up is important. You know, we early in the year we really put a lot of strain on our corners in some of the early games, and uh, and brought the safeties down into the box uh, too often, and and a lot of that was my recommendation. And I think we've put we've pulled off some of that now, particularly as some of our defensive linemen, interior defensive linemen, continue to play bigger roles and play better. We have more depth and more ability to stop the run with our front seven. So I think mixing it up, putting an eighth and a ninth guy in the box at times, but then also having a safety in the middle of the field or in the in the quarter of the field. Will there be any extra work for the special teams with the extra practices? There, there will, yeah. Um, today it was just base, what we call base work, so we haven't even installed the game plan against Wyoming yet. And, and usually on special teams that's the most important thing is making sure we're blocking and tackling correctly. Um, so going into uh, next week, we'll do more of the schematic adjustments for Wyoming. Is it good to know that Johnny Hart, um, not Johnny Hartley, yeah. <laughs> Johnny Linehan's coming back as a punter next year for you? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he, I think he took a big step forward this year in his consistency. And um, so t- for him to have an opportunity now, I think, to look towards next year as a potential honors candidate and really set not just some team goals, he does a great job of protecting the team, but some individual goals I think are worth, that, those would be, worthwhile and attainable to set those goals. Kickoff coverage was really good. You had a few hiccups in the UMass game. Mm -hmm. Overall, uh, how did you mold that unit to be so effective? I think the main thing on kick coverage and really punt coverage too is just getting the right guys out there, guys that really want to tackle. And uh, so believing in it, uh, believing what I see on video, and looking for those kind of guys, it's that's mainly what it is. Those guys, I believe in a minimal amount of coaching tactical coaching on kickoff but having the right 10 guys out there to go cover like crazy and that's that's what they've done I'm really proud of them and you had a lot of with the kicking situation are you pleased with how Rhett kind of took that job and, and kind of flourished and pretty, had a pretty good year oh he's yeah he's done a tremendous job and in fact this year I got in his uh, or this this practice I got in his mind a little bit we tried a long field goal at the end of practice and I gave about three other guys a shot before Rhett and then they all three missed and I even uh, put uh, Moroni Pudetau in there to try one because he had been bragging about how big his leg is and he does he does have a big leg he surprised me it was it was uh, on its way to being true but but they all missed and then Rhett nailed it so yeah he's he's done a tremendous job his mental toughness is the thing um, that I've seen him really progress with over this year. Is there anything in particular about Wyoming that you remember about those teams just in general from your playing days and are they similar in any way to that under Coach Ball? Yeah I think I think that um, playing in that place in in Laramie, Wyoming, and being recruited to that place, their where, what their recruiting base is, also the personality of their their head coach, I think was similar to when we played them. They're they're tough, hard nosed guys. They're not they're not about fancy. They're not going to overlook anybody. They're going to bring their best effort every time. I think that's their character, and it's been their character for a long time. Does do you still have any ties to Jim Harbaugh as far as not ties, but like contact with him at all? Yeah, anything? yeah, we, we do. I, I don't have. I'm not. I don't do a great job of standing contact with anyone um, during the season, um, even my family. Um, but uh, yeah, Jim, Jim, and I remain close. It's great to see him when I do. I, I hooked up with him for four of their uh, satellite camps this summer, and it was great to hang out and just eat and talk stories. And it's been a long time. It had been a long time since we had the chance to hang out. Do you have any good Jim Harbaugh stories? Oh man! <laughs> yeah. Um, shoot, I got. It. Yeah, we we might have to talk off the record sometime. <laughs> <laughs> Last question. 
Coach, what is the relationship between an instinctive football player and being disciplined within the defense? Is there room for guys like that to, to be instinctive? Yeah, I, I think they hold themselves back if they're not within the defense. There's, there is room. The, the, I think you asked the question well. There's room for an instinctive player to pour his instincts into the defensive scheme. Um, more often than not, offenses, they just find the hole in the defense. No matter where the play is designed to go, if, a, if one of the guys on defense makes a mistake, the ball tends to find its way to that hole. And um, a lot of times guys that pride themselves on instinct without paying attention to the scheme, they, they end up being that hole. They make a lot of big plays, but, uh, you know, sacks, interceptions, it takes a lot of those to make up for a couple of missed assignments. Does a guy like Kai or, or Butch or look like they're pretty good instinctive football players have to prove first that they can play within the framework of the defense yeah. before you allow them some latitude? Yeah, interesting, interestingly enough, those guys are they're, – they're one of the reasons that they make so many plays is they know their exact role. I mean, the, the, the best way for a defender to think of it is all – 10 other guys on defense are trying to push the ball to you and so if you just do your job you'll appear very instinctive at all times and you'll make plays and, that, and both of those guys just do a, just do a great job that was what I was initially most impressed with Kai about is you know I, I started working with him I think this guy's squirrely you know he's always goofing around he's always got some goofy smile and joke and he's not paying any attention to what I'm saying and then like two or three practices into it I, I thought man is he he pays way more attention than he lets on. He's a really smart, instinctive player, but within the system.